FM 89.9 KMOJ, no doubt, no doubt. Walter Q. Bear Banks Jr. got you on the afternoon drive. Taking you where you're going to, it might be where you just came from. Looking at 34 minutes after the hour of 4 o'clock within the Twin Cities. And on the phone line, I got representing Theater Latida, Mr. Roland Hawkins. And uh, I'd like to say a good early afternoon to you and how you feeling, sir? Good afternoon, sir. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, man, 6'3 and darker than the rest of the world. It don't get no darker. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Uh, for the listening audience, give us just a little bit about this uh, world premiere that's about to take place, and it's entitled We Shall Someday. What is it all about? What's happening? Yeah, Q-Bear, so uh, just like the title kind of inspires We Shall Someday is a piece about uh, civil rights movement and how it affects a family growing up in the South. Um, it's about a grandfather, a mother, and a son, and kind of how they react to all the happenings um, going on politically and economically in the U.S. during their time periods. Now, when it comes to doing something such as this, uh, what is it that you would like for one to partake in and sit back and, and absorb to get an understanding about. Because when we're talking about, you know, that in that era, I know there's a whole lot of different myths about what is and what is not, but what is it that you want the, the audience to capture from it? Yeah, so uh, just like you said, Q-Bear, there's a lot of um, myths and misconceptions, but at the end of the day, it's all about family, and that's what I want people to take from this, and that's what we hope people take from this, that these are real families, even though this wasn't specifically a family that you can go and find in a document. This is what was happening to families and friends throughout the South and throughout all the nation. And just knowing that um, even though there were dark times, the family comes together and they get through. Now, when it comes to a production such as this, and I know that you're saying it's a, it's a small rim because I read some paperwork on it, and, 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 and when I'm talking about a small rim, I'm talking about in numbers of actors. Who are some of the actors and a little bit of history about some of them? Yeah, so you are correct. There's only four main actors in the show, and really three of us have our own acts and dialogue, and one is kind of the running antagonist through the whole show. Um, myself, uh, hail from St. Paul. Then we have Aaron Farstay. She's from Kansas City. And Ro Ronnie Allen, um, he's actually has been singing with the Sounds of Blackness and been here for a while. So um, rounding out the cast, we do have Bradley Johnson, who's from Colorado. Um, just a wonderful set of individuals and cast that really bring this show to life. Now, give us just a little bit about your character and 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 where you step into this because uh, you know it's like back then and thinking about how things were compared to how it is today. There's a difference between you know being that strong force and not being that strong force, and what they want you to believe in from what it. What's the difference between yesteryear and today's time? You know, uh, Q-Bear, you're absolutely right. So my character's name is Julius Tate, and he kind of represents what we like to call rep uh, respectability politics and how he even has a song where he talks about how he says, yes, ma'am, and no, sir, and yes, sir, and no, sir. And his life growing up in the 60s, you know, having the Civil Rights Movement and the Freedom Riders, and how he's inspired to uh, take on the baton and really join that journey down to Anniston, Alabama. Now he gets caught up in one of the most deadly and scary bus uh, burnings during the Freedom Riders, and ends up uh, in the famed 
Parchman Prison and all of that that entails. So throughout his journey, you get to meet this affable character, this lovely character, and then follow him kind of on this dark ride um, and leave with him being hopeful for a future for his daughters. Now, when we look at, at your character within itself and then the other characters as well, you know, you're talking about four somebodies putting history online when it comes to some of the things that we have endured in life of people of color. Now, let's start with, with that side of it and, 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 and looking at the male with, within itself. What are some of the, the myths that, that, that you've seen within your studies when it comes to being a black male and being a black male in the United States and when it comes to as a whole? Well, I think one of the biggest myths is that there's a monolith, that we all think the same, that we all act the same, that we all do the same thing. You know, especially in this time period, you did have, uh, you know, between Du Bois and Washington, there was a little bit of a split and how we could get our message forward, whether that was through nonviolence or whether that was through economic means. Um, and really just seeing that journey and that struggle of how, uh, at first, yes, nonviolence, but after you've been beaten, after you've been jailed, after, you know, your rights have been taken away, how the words aren't enough. We needed more. And that, unfortunately, is some of where some of the hardships come in at the time. And having to juxtapose that and be that person to be able to deal with that and then still come home and raise that family and be that strong father figure and help out um, these families and have these conversations that you don't necessarily know the answers to. And when you said that, that the thing that stuck out is being that family, as in we can make it, we can get together, we can do it, but being that strong father because... In current times, the black male is is the the, the the sight of who he is has lessened on the power factor of the sources when it comes to being systematically set and things that are in play. So so looking at that within itself is a, is a hard reference of what's going on today. But when it comes to theater and La Tida, where is it located? When is it performing? When can somebody find out so that they can uh, definitely come and check it out? Absolutely. So We Shall Someday is uh, playing at the Ritz Theater in northeast Minneapolis. Um, you can get tickets online. This is our closing weekend, but we still have four performances left. One very much this evening, Friday. We have two, a matinee and an evening show Saturday, and then we close out with the matinee on Sunday. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I wish you much success and let the other three know I wish them the same. And Keep doing what you're doing because when you take things like this and you put it on stage for people to visualize it and see it and then they start understanding some of the differences between yesterday and today, there is a big difference when it comes to us and survival. So uh, thank you very much once again. And again, if they would like to get him to check it out this weekend, uh, the address one more time and a phone number for more info. Um, going to the uh, com is the best way. Um, that address is 345 13th Avenue in Northeast Minneapolis. And again, we do have four shows left running all this weekend. Thank you again, QBear. No doubt, no doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that's Mr. Roland Hawkins. And you want to make sure that you get over that way and definitely check it out because uh, it, when, when he talks words and, and wisdom like that, there's power in every bit of it, and I know it's a guarantee you're going to walk away with something. It's FM 89.9 KMOJ. When you want today's R&B and throwbacks. Love the variety. You want 89.9.